Your body has different needs at various times of the month. Your brain and your body are also ideally suited for specific ways of eating, moving, and even thinking during each of these phases. Hello, and welcome to the Connect Podcast. This show is all about helping you connect to your soul's calling so you can take action on it. Because the sweetest success is a blend of discovering your purpose with the inner drive to bring it to life. I'm Sheila Botello health coach, lifestyle entrepreneur, and mom of two, best known for my online wellness programs, mentoring, and self-love passion. Listen in for inspiring interviews, solo chats, and Q&A sessions that will move you past overwhelm towards what lights you up. Stop accepting good enough and go for your version of great in your health, business, and relationships. Let's get started. Welcome to another solo episode of the Connect Podcast. This is my second of the summer, my first summer solo episode. I opened up about how I met my husband, Peter, and how we've navigated our relationship through working together, dating, and being married for 25 years. How we don't have all the answers, but I shared some key things that have worked well for us. If this is your first time listening, or in case you missed it, it's episode 103, entitled 25 Years of Marriage, How It Started and What We've Learned. Today, we're discussing how you can elevate your health with cyclical self-care. I cover how what you eat and how you exercise can relieve PMS and other hormonal symptoms, how to understand your brain chemistry to make more progress in your life and work, and how learning to understand and honor your feminine cyclical rhythms can even improve your relationships at home and at work. Now, for those of my male friends who are listening, and if you don't identify with feminine energy, this is for you as well, because as I teach my boys all the time, there will always be women in your life, and to understand the way their body and their mindset and everything operates is so powerful, and cyclical rhythms have so much to do with it all. Before we get into it, I want to honor you for listening today. Something made you tune in to today's show. Perhaps it's something that has been rising to the surface for you for a while, a desire to elevate your health, a desire to honor the needs of your body and your soul, or a desire to understand the person that you care for. Every area of your life improves when you tune in and get your personal needs met. If today's conversation resonates for you, I invite you to join me inside my newly opened free online community, the Elevating Women Wellness Circle. You can go to sheilabatello.com forward slash subscribe to get the details, as well as a digital gift to help you get started elevating your self-care, as well as other transformational insights, tools, and prompts to help you along your journey. It's a wonderful way to deepen your connection to yourself, as well as a beautiful collection of others doing the same. If you're new to the podcast, I'm an integrative nutrition health coach, and I've been in the wellness space leading people to improve their health for over 26 years. I've seen many people make major transformations in their health when they've adjusted their eating, activity levels, and especially their mindset around what healthy living can look like. You can hear more of my story in the Connect podcast trailer and episode number one. My passion for health began as I was trying to figure out my own health issues. You'll find this is a very common thing. I was on a hormonal roller coaster a few times in my younger life. Once in my mid to late teens, having painful periods and very bad acne, and later in my early 20s when I had a brief stint on birth control that messed up my cycle. 
Both times, what I ate and how I moved affected my cycle and symptoms. I didn't put these connections together until after the fact, though, as I was educating myself on the food, body, and mind-body connections. I've always been a planner and a journaler, so I took my knowledge back to investigate what was going on in my troublesome years and found a pattern to what was at the root of my issues. I'd visited doctors and dermatologists to get the scoop on what was happening, and the conversation always sounded the same. It's totally normal. You're young. You can expect skin flare-ups from time to time. Or PMS is just a regular experience for most women. You're normal. Or what you eat has nothing to do with your skin issue. It's just some elevated hormones. No further explanation. No hope for anything to be different. I was really frustrated. Now, as an aside, I came to learn that medical doctors traditionally haven't had food and nutrition as a big part of their study. This is confirmed by the many doctors I've talked to, some who have transitioned into functional medicine. They wanted to take a more holistic approach to their patients and include diet and lifestyle factors while caring for their patients. At the time, though, in the late 80s, early 90s, this idea was incredibly fringe. How far have we come? My aunt was an ICU nurse, and she told me how often many, many doctors and nurses that she worked with used to smoke to manage stress. She watched that change over the years as research proved its dangers. We are all a work in progress. My early struggles motivated me to find a solution, and I've been tracking with the ever-growing field of nutritional research ever since. When I improved my eating and exercise habits, I saw amazing changes. My skin cleared up, my cycle became regular and painless, I didn't have the PMS mood swings of the past, I was able to plan conceiving both my boys and having healthy pregnancies as well as postpartum experiences. It didn't happen by accident. And yes, genetics have a small part to play as well, but I've seen many other women improve their hormonal health as well over the years. Even if you're able to improve your experience by 25%, would it be worth it to you? Let's talk more about diets. So many diets have come and gone over the years. Think back and try to remember the diets or eating fads that you've tried. It appears the diet industry isn't slowing down anytime soon. During my health coach training, I studied over 100 dietary theories, and I'm sure there will be many more to come. As I researched, I noticed something interesting. Not many consider the link between diet and your hormones. I believe that women and men are of equal importance and we can both do many amazing things. When you look to our body's hormonal programming, though, you'll find distinct differences. Over the years, diets have focused mainly on caloric intake, activity level, food combining, and ratios of protein, carbohydrates, and fat. Question for you. How often do you remember seeing a diet that distinguished between male or female hormone levels? Fortunately, the conversation in the health and wellness space is increasingly considering these contrasts. Women's health research and advocacy is coming to the forefront, and more women are seeking natural support and guidance for their hormonal health and overall well-being. As I listen to women in my local and online communities discuss their health, weight loss and hormone balancing are consistently at the top of the list. Energy improvement comes in at a close second. I'm grateful to my mentors and a growing body of research in the field of health and nutrition. This wisdom guides me in coaching women to develop health practices that are best suited to their unique needs. 
Are you trying to lose weight? Do you experience many peaks and valleys in your mood and energy levels? You may wonder why your weight increases or stays about the same in spite of calorie restriction, extra exercise, fasting, or going paleo. There are individualized reasons for this that are likely found in your hormonal makeup. Maybe you've had success with various diets and are happy with the weight loss results. I invite you to consider the effects that this has had on your hormones. It's important for you to know that estrogen and progesterone do more in the body than make pregnancy possible. Estrogen helps you with energy, mood, metabolism, weight loss, anxiety, brain function, stress, bone density, and more. Consistent dieting can disrupt estrogen balance and mess with the way your body is designed to optimally function. Often the results aren't felt until the menopausal years with hair loss, bone loss, sleep problems, cognitive issues, and more. You may be wondering, how many hormones are actually running in my body anyway? Hormones make up your endocrine system and are a big deal. The glands of the endocrine system are the hypothalamus, pineal gland, pituitary gland, thyroid, parathyroid, thymus, adrenal, and pancreas. Many things can challenge your endocrine system, leading to imbalances in your hormone levels. Many people often try to medicate their symptoms away. To be clear, it's been shown that medical therapies can be helpful for some women depending on their scenario and stage of life. That said, I highly encourage you to look to natural methods first. Food and lifestyle changes may show that no further intervention is required. The longer a system is out of order, the more difficult it can be to bring it back into harmony. Adopting healing practices into your lifestyle can help you turn it around. Here are some signs that you may have a hormonal imbalance going on. Fatigue. This is different from feeling sleepy at the end of the day. That's what's supposed to happen. If you're getting seven to eight hours of solid sleep at night and feel like you're living healthy, you may be experiencing adrenal fatigue or hypothyroidism. You're not alone. Many busy women experience this symptom due to their pace of life. IBS or irritable bowel syndrome. Your hormones affect gut function and the microbiome. Hormone imbalances can lead to imbalanced bacterial colonies causing great discomfort. Anxiety. Excess adrenal stimulation occurs due to high stress levels in your life. Insomnia. Melatonin, the well-known sleep chemical, is a hormone released by the pineal gland in the brain. When it's out of balance, your sleep suffers. Skin and hair changes. Thyroid abnormalities have been known to cause dry hair or skin, thinning hair, hair loss, or brittle nails. PMS and low sex drive. When levels of estrogen, progesterone, DHEA, and testosterone are out of balance, you can struggle with PMS symptoms and low libido. Weight gain or trouble losing excess weight. The diet industry is fixated on this one and has many women stressed out over their weight, which can result in low self-esteem. This can cause increased stress, which in addition to other life stressors, increases cortisol. Cortisol tells your body to hang on to fat because it's a favored form of stored energy. I want to add here, being a healthy weight is important for proper body function, but having a perfect body at all costs, which isn't possible by the way, creates far more health problems than it solves. My hope is that you'll lovingly care for your amazing body by nourishing your mind, spirit, and body, not comparing yourself to others who are on a different journey. Do any of these symptoms stand out to you? If so, I encourage you to take a hormone levels test with your doctor. Once you know where your levels are at, you can take steps to get them back into balance. 
Eating right for your hormones is all about feeding your body what it needs through the month, not restricting. I've said this before, watching the weight loss stories scrolling through your newsfeed are tempting to follow. I encourage you though, to take into account your personal hormonal makeup, along with studies backing up any diet you may be looking at. Even if the people on social media are telling you the truth, you don't know their health history or other practices they've instituted in their wellness plan. You also don't know how long they've been on the journey. You can only rely on before and after photos and their word. The most important thing to consider is this. Even if they've had success with a certain diet program, what is unknown is the impact that it will have on their health 20 or 30 years down the line. I've followed nutritional advances and their impact on a variety of health outcomes over the years. In terms of proper cellular nutrition, I've watched studies that began back in the 1990s show that symptoms of various conditions, including PMS, endometriosis, PCOS, infertility, and menopause are all greatly eased with proper nutritional treatment. Don't take my word for it. You have access to medical journals and university studies easily accessible to you online. In my personal checking, I've found that there aren't very many diets on the market that take into account the specific hormonal and cyclical makeup of women. Most over the years have been tested on healthy white males. As I've counseled people over the years, I invite you to confer with your health practitioner or doctor and to ask three questions before making adjustments to how you eat. One, who is this diet designed for? Men, women of childbearing years, women of menopausal years. Two, Have other health markers been followed throughout the diet process? Hormone levels, menstrual cycle rhythms, fertility rates. Three, how long have diet participants been tracked in terms of their overall health? Weight maintenance, muscle ratio, bone density. For instance, if you look for research that supports the health of intermittent fasting for women, you'll find more cautions for women than anything else. While it's a great diet for men or postmenopausal women, it's concerning for women. A study out of India back in January 2013 found that intermittent fasting may negatively influence reproduction in females. In addition to the study, history shows that nutritional infertility is very common in societies where women fail to eat enough to match their energy expenditure. It stated that aggressive calorie restriction interferes with female hormones that regulate and react to hunger and satiety, which is the sensation of feeling full after a meal. You may have never considered this, but as a woman, your cyclical biochemistry doesn't thrive with rigid food plans that are the same every day. You're meant to eat a variety of foods and to nourish your body every day. When you restrict food groups in any way, you create a micronutrient deficiency, which can lead to digestive issues. The most important thing I want to leave with you is this. Hormones dictate what your body does with food. Balance your hormones first, especially cortisol, and then match the right nutrient-dense food and the right quantity to your body type. Now let's talk about how exercise affects your hormonal balance. Your body is designed to be strong and energetic, and you'll get the most out of it by working with its innate cyclical rhythms. I'm going to show you how following the same workout routine every day may be negatively affecting your hormones and limiting your fitness levels. Information is everywhere stating the importance of exercise for healthy aging, and there's so many benefits that women can experience while making exercise a regular part of your life. 
So exercise enhances your brain function and productivity, prevents muscle loss, improves libido, reduces your risk of dementia, helps you digest food more effectively, decreases your risk of osteoporosis, reduces your stress and anxiety levels, lowers your risk of cancer. There's so many more reasons. So how does it affect your hormones? A 2015 study out of Quebec on the effect of physical activity on women's hormones found that physical activity decreases estrogen levels, which is good because high levels of estrogen are at the root of many hormonal imbalances that women experience. It's also a risk for breast cancer in women. So that's good, right? Just get your exercise in and you're good to go. But what kind of exercise should you do? Spin classes, yoga, HIIT workouts, walking, Well, all of these and many others are great choices. What you really should be asking is when you should do each type of exercise. And this is where cyclical living comes into play. If you're a woman, you experience four distinct hormonal phases each month. And guys, those who identify as male experience one hormonal cycle phase every 24 hours. Testosterone is at its highest in the morning, being replenished with adequate sleep and peaks by 2 to 3 p.m. This may be news to you, but yep, men, you have a mixture of testosterone with smaller levels of estrogen and progesterone in your body. This varies on a spectrum depending on the person. So here are the four hormonal phases women experience. Your body has different needs at various times of the month. Your brain and your body are also ideally suited for specific ways of eating, moving, and even thinking during each of these phases. The four menstrual phases are the menstrual phase, three to seven days, the follicular phase, seven to 10 days, and the ovulatory phase, three to five days, and the luteal phase. 10 to 14 days. Now, these are like the standard length of time based on a 28, 29 day menstrual cycle. Knowing where in your cycle you're at each day will help you to determine which self care practices will nourish you the best, including what type of exercise to do. So, I'm going to give you a super quick overview of how to move your body during each phase. And I've found it work so beautifully in my life. So, during your menstrual phase, do lighter exercise or totally rest. Take the rest that you need. That's a beautiful signal your body is giving you every single month. Follicular phase, try a new form of exercise. The ovulatory phase, go for more high-intensity exercise. And then luteal phase, you can shift to lighter exercise towards the latter half of the phase. And doing this, it's beautiful to, to know that every day is a little bit different. So you can see now that there's a reason why some days you want to hit it hard at the gym and others, you just feel like stretching in bed is like your gold medal event of the day. So when you put yourself during times where your hormones are slowing you down, you miss out on the restorative benefits of rest. When you try to live your life on a masculine 24-hour clock, you can wear yourself out. And you can also beat yourself up for not performing at your peak fitness every day, but it's just not how we were designed as women. The four phases of a menstrual cycle have so much more to teach you about yourself than how to exercise. And in fact, I go into greater detail in my coaching and programs for how you can reap the benefits of cyclical living in every area of your life. But this rundown I've given you today can help get you started in listening to your body and receiving beautiful results every single month. 
Following cyclical lifestyle patterns will help you overcome health sticking points, prepare your body for healthy pregnancies, and vibrant peri and postmenopausal years. There's so much more to share on the topic of cyclical self-care, and that's why I have programs and one-to-one coaching to guide you through the process of finding your best personal practice. You can find out more at my website at sheilabatello.com. Cyclical living wellness work is something I've become increasingly passionate about over the years and continues to inform on the work that I do going forward. If you're feeling a deeper sense of what's possible for your health after listening today, I have a free tool that will guide you through a short series of questions and exercises to get you started. You can find it at sheilabatello.com forward slash subscribe. All of the links that I've mentioned in this episode can be found in your podcast player's show notes for this episode as well. Let me know what impacted you the most from this episode by popping a review in Apple Podcasts or iTunes, or tagging this episode at Sheila A. Botello on Instagram with a few of your takeaways. By sharing, you'll find a growing community of women and the men who care about them practicing a new way of life and work that is beautifully life-changing. As always, this episode is for educational purposes only and is not intended to diagnose, treat, or cure any health issue you may have. I highly recommend that you consult with your physician before beginning any new health protocol. I appreciate you for listening and for investing this time in yourself. Have a wonderful rest of your week. Big blessings. Thank you so much for being here with me on the Connect Podcast. If you like this episode, please share it with someone you think would enjoy it. Also, if you head over to iTunes to leave a review, I'd be so grateful. Let us know what your favorite parts were and what you'd like to hear more of. It will help us have a greater impact, elevating many more people to grow and succeed together. See you next time.